Need a new set of optics? For more than a decade, Riton Optics has been providing optic solutions for hunters and shooters of all types and disciplines. Check out their Primal line for those products geared more towards us hunters. From binoculars and spotting scopes to your basic 3-9 to nine scopes and longer range crossover models, the Primal line from Riton was made for hunters. Learn more at RitonOptics.com. That's Riton, R-I-T-O-N, Optics.com. Tactic Talk is brought to you by the most active community of outdoor enthusiasts, period. Connect with local hunters, anglers, discuss gear, learn tactics from outdoor headlines, share tales. Go Wild is like a digital campfire with your buddies. If you are posting on other social platforms and finding that content is being restricted, not approved, uh, not meeting community guidelines, you're not going to find that here. This is a platform built for outdoor enthusiasts, hunters, anglers, you name it. Head over to timetogowild.com to learn more. Brought to you by the Where to Hunt podcast. It's Tactical Talk with real hunters getting it done across the nation. Hey everybody, Eric Clark here with the Where to Hunt podcast, doing another Tactic Talk this week. Uh, this week we have on the line with us Ryan Glitzky, a.k.a. Moose, uh, public <laughs> land hunter. How you doing, Moose? Good, real good, man. It's a ride. Let's go. Let's go. I want to hear, do you put down a slammer? Um, you're a big boy. Your bucks are big boys. I want to hear kind of how you're getting shit done, um, especially with the rut right now and kind of the uh, abnormal high temperatures. Yeah, it's it's awfully warm. This is probably in twenty some years of bow hunting. This has got to be probably one of the worst ruts when it comes to heat. It looks like we're not getting any break anytime soon either. It really looks like it's going to be seasonably warm the rest of the season. But uh, yeah, I mean my my week started off pretty good. I was actually in Iowa. I uh, killed a pretty good one there Monday Monday morning. I uh, came back to PA and unfortunately the weather's changed for the worst. Uh, and something I've been doing, you know, I'm, you know, everybody knows the basic tactics of tactics of the rut, you know, grinding all day, sitting all day, hitting them, you know, hitting the funnels, pinch points, all that stuff around the dough bedding. And we all get that stuff right now. This hot weather, something I've been doing is, um, I've actually been, uh, I actually, I left my house this morning. It was 51 degrees. I live up kind of in the mountains. Uh, but my game plan just from past history was the, I was heading down to some flood control, some, uh, river yeah basically areas i hunt along the river and it was literally 36 degrees when i got in here this morning um so them, them low bottoms and creek bottoms stuff like that and, and uh, that's kind of where i've been uh been hunting the last two days and i've been seeing pretty good action in the morning a little bit you know a bit of cruising and then seeing it in the evening um midday's been dead um that's kind of suspected but uh yeah, kind of the plan's been to, is to get down in these river bottoms, and it's been panning out for the temperature, at least in the morning and the evening. It's been cooling off pretty good. Um, you know, it's just it's really tough now. Um, you know, this is the time of year we live for. It's hot. There's nothing you can do about it. Um, you got to put your ass in the in the tree and put hours in and grind. That's that's what you got to do right now. Number one piece of advice. So you're talking about river bottoms. Are you talking like, are you getting into oxbows? How are you setting up on that stuff? I, you know what? A lot of times I'll use the creek for the access and I'll slip right up. Like I'm getting close to bedding. Um, if I'm in the creek bottoms, what other thing too is I'm getting up close to that bedding. Um, you know, I think if you're getting off them, getting in between bedding and them transitions, um, you're still probably going to catch a little bit of activity. But from what I'm seeing the last couple of days, 
they're pretty much up in that bedding. Um, they're not moving a whole lot. Um, seen a lot, you know, what I've seen too, and I've even seen on my trail cams is bucks just laying, waiting for does. I've actually, actually, we were talking here, my cell cam was going off. I have down the high and I have a buck literally laying on the scraper and my cell cam's going off. They're just not moving. You know, it's so warm. They're just, it's really shut down the activity. And I think right now your best play is get in and real tight to that bedding. Um, them bucks are going to be in there waiting on them does, or they're going to push whatever does do come and heat the target and push them in that thick cover right now This with this, these high temps. Got it. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be chasing around wearing a wool sweater either, you know. No, I mean, <laughs> hey, you know what, in, but the later it gets in the rut here, it's what, the 6th today, tomorrow, the 7th, um, I've actually killed probably a handful of my bucks on a wall when it's been seasonally warm in a rut. Um, it, it's, it's not impossible to do this. And to be honest with you, I've seen some hammers midday when it's been 70 degrees in the rut. And especially it starts getting 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, gets in double figures. There's no doubt. I don't care what the weather is. You're going to get deep in the rut. And it's going to get better, even with the hot temps. We're still going to see them moving. You know, when they start getting in between does here, I think next week it's supposed to drop about 10 degrees, 15 degrees, daytime. So it should, it's going to pick up. It's going to get really good still. So everybody just got to stay positive, stay patient, stay persistent. Yeah, it's to keep your head in the game. <laughs> yes. Are you yes. are you finding like um, like a lot of guys talk about like if there's does and there's bucks, so people try to like focus more on the doe bedding and making sure that they're in an area where there are does, um, knowing that some bucks might travel from, from further to come into that. What are you, and then like the, the, the bucks would be check sent checking those doe beds. How are you factoring that into to your approach? You, you know what? Anytime you're in around that thick cover, you're pretty much going to have bedding. You know, that like I do a lot of, po- a lot of my scouting is done in the postseason. A lot of my areas I'm in now, has already been predetermined for my postseason scouting. So I pretty much know where the thick bedding areas are, where I need to be. But a big thing is, too, if guys look back the last couple of weeks on their cameras, wherever they get in the pictures, not so much of the bucks, wherever they get multiple does on cameras, where them doe groups, because those aren't going to really travel. Really far. I mean, the food's changing a little bit, but them does pretty much stayed typically in a lot of the same bedding areas. So, you know, look back on your trail cameras last week or two, three weeks where them does were, and then concentrate on them areas even you know, right now, get close to the bedding So you see if that pans out. That's a good idea. So Greg and I have been doing, you know, we've made, he's, he's done a lot of uh, preseason scouting. I've done a bit of it in some other properties that I'm more familiar with, but we've been really mm-hmm. kind of hunting his neck of the woods. And, um, you know, I've been looking at properties and you can make some pretty good assumptions about where the bedding is going to be based yeah. on thick yeah. cover. So, yeah. you know, those assumptions are fairly correct. And so far the season, we've been spot on with those assumptions. Yeah. Um, and then you, know, you just got to kind of pick your spot and hope that you're in an area that they're going to come out of based on wind and food and terrain and thinking about all that stuff and kind of working backwards. But the rut, it feels like, you know, it can just change that dynamic maybe a little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like I said, unfortunately, it's just, and it sounds like everybody talking its whole way across the country. It's just stinking hot everywhere, you know, and it is really shut down. I mean, my trail cameras, everything is just dead. You know, this time last year, you know, I, you know, it's nothing for to sit in and see 10, 15 deer in a day and see seven or eight bucks cruising all day. You know, now you're going seeing maybe three bucks a day, you know what I mean? But it's all that first hour and that last half hour. It's been, it's been really, you know, really close to bedding and real early in the morning or late in the afternoon. Then like I said, the midday, I haven't seen nothing last. I've hunted dark to dark, dark to dark, excuse me, the last two days. And I've seen no action at all midday, nothing. So you just got to put your time in right now. You got to, you know, you have to stay positive. We wait all year for this, you know, all year. We take, you know, save our vacation, wait for this time of year, 
just going to be out there. It can happen. All it takes is one hot doe or one buck middle of the day cruising. Just got to stay positive and just keep grinding. This, this is the time of year you got to put time in this tree. That's a good call. Are you doing anything with calling or rattling or anything like that uh, at all? Or are you kind of just... Well, uh, when, I, when I'm in Iowa, yeah. That's how I actually killed my big one. I actually rattled him in and uh, did a few soft grunts and uh, he gave me a shot. In PA, I don't do a whole lot. I don't do any rattle in PA. That's just my preference. Um, I hunt pretty high-pressured areas. I will grunt and bleat if I see something and the opportunities there. Um, I feel that he can't get downwind of me or something. I will use my calls a little bit here in PA, but I'm not real big on calls in PA personally. Interesting. Yeah, the the, the one buck I called at earlier, uh, like two weeks ago or last Sunday, um, you know, he responded kind of like he stopped, but not, I didn't know yeah. what I was doing. So I, <laughs> I called again, yeah. but th- there was no chance he was going to come near me. And that was the only thing I could do is try and see how he'd react to it. Eventually did a snort wheeze and he, he bolted. He didn't like that. And he yeah. was a big boy. Yeah. So I thought maybe he'd be the dominant one that would say, no, no, I'm going to come challenge you. Yeah. A lot of time you're once they get about three and a half, four and a half, you know, especially on public land and heavy hunted areas, heavily pressured areas, you know, they've kind of, they've kind of figured it out a little bit. Um, doesn't mean it doesn't work and it does. And I've had it work. It just, you kind of got to read the situation, you know what I mean? And go from there with it. Yeah. That makes sense. Now you said, uh, river bottoms, cooler temperatures and in PA, it's a little bit more hilly and mountainous. So like, are you finding just bottoms in general are cooler or, uh, I actually hunt two types of terrain at PA. I hunt the mountains, big woods, and then I can go uh, basically up up towards north where I live. And those areas, a lot of flood control type, a lot of flood bottom areas and big creek system, big river systems that run through there. And they're real thick and nasty um, from just getting flooded over the years, up and down every year. Um, and they're, they're like 10, 15,000 acre pieces. And it's surrounded basically by hills and farm country. And uh, but you get down in bombs, it's thick and nasty, and those bucks basically use that river as a highway. They'll just travel up and down it, you know, all day in the rut, you know. And like I said, it, it in the mornings it's literally a ten to fifteen degree difference um, up out of there and then down in that bottom. It, it, it was actually a, I like I said, I left my house this morning. It was fifty one. Got out there it was in the thirties. When I got down in the bottom, there was actually a light frost, and you can just feel the difference. And I, I think those deer know that when it's this warm. <clears throat> That's a really cool concept that I've not heard yeah. uh, talked about before. And you can even like even in the big woods um, of my house now, you know, typically get up in the mountains, it's a couple of degrees cooler. And typically in those big woods is mountains, you're going to have a lower deer density. Now I'll do the same thing. Get in around the bedding cover, you know, there's pinches and stuff around that. But those bucks up there, they're almost forced to have to go find them does up there because they're lower deer density. So the hot weather up there, I haven't been there yet, but I'm kind of thinking, you know, those bucks might have to cruise a little bit harder um, to find a doe up there. So the heat may not affect them as much as what I'm hoping when I get up there in a couple of days. And do you have any trail cams set in that area, or are you just going to? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yep, I, yep, yep, I got a few up there. That's what you typically what I do in the rut. Like I said, my postseason scouting kind of determines where I'm at now. And then my cameras tell me kind of, hey, I got one or two shooters in the area. Then I could put my time in. Um, I'm the type of guy, I don't mind sitting in the same stand three, four, five days in a row, especially up in the mountains. You know, those deer can travel good ways. But I will hunt a stand multiple times in a rut and wait for an opportunity. And it, typically pans out pretty good for me. Say it looks like it pays out for you based yeah. on what you got. So I'm willing to listen to the advice you're spitting here because 
Yeah, some, yeah, the mobiles. Yeah, yeah. There's times and places to be mobile and move every day. I do that a lot in October, into that last week of uh, October on Halloween. I stay pretty mobile. But once it starts getting in bucks of cruising a lot, then I usually pretty much plant my butt in the place and sit dark to dark for multiple days. If I don't see much action, I'll move. But if I get any action, I'm not moving. I'm just waiting for them. Yeah, yeah. And it's only a matter of time then before yep, one of the ones that you exactly. want comes out and emerges. Yep. That's cool. That's yep. cool. Any other like final thoughts that? You think are like, you know, maybe, oh, yeah, I want to make sure I said that or, oh, someone should really consider this or whatever. You know what? Like I said, all I can say right now for guys out there, there's probably a lot of guys frustrating right now. It's 75 degrees. They've taken their vacation. They've waited all year. Just stay positive. I'm telling you, this can happen. I've been doing this long enough. I remember many days sitting in the stand thinking, I'm the worst hunter in the world. Then, you know, two seconds later, you're putting a tag around a buck. You know what I mean? It can happen like in a second this time. Baseball, you're sitting there bored yes. out of your mind, eating peanuts, <laughs> and next thing you know, your peanuts and your yeah. your nacho cheese all over your lap. <laughs> exactly, and it's the same thing. You just have to stay positive, stay persistent, stay patient. You know, that's that's what you got to do this time of year. You know, just put your time in; it'll happen. Good to go. Cool. Any uh, and then the one other question I had, just you know, uh, this concept of like hunt the sign or like pressing in close to betting. What, and we only have a few minutes left, but like, where are you pushing in to a certain point and stopping? Are you going, are you backtracking at all? Are you well, hunting sign? Like what sign are you looking for? That's making you feel confident you're on them other than just honest, that thick bedding cover. Sorry. Yeah. Beyond, be honest, a lot of, like I said, comes from my postseason scouting. I've been in a lot of these bedding areas in, in them, around them. And a lot of times I'm not really looking for, I'm looking for a pinch point or funnel pretty much in around or a big primary scrape or something in around or set up on the funnels I hunt aren't the ones you find on maps. The funnels I hunt are the ones you find boots on the ground. They're very subtle. It may just be a blow down the tree, blow down, you know, outside of the clear cut they're going around. It could be a ditch or a ravine that peters out to where there's a big primary scrape on the end. While that stuff you're not going to find a map, that's where your postseason scouting comes in. Those areas I like to set up in the rut. And I'll have maybe two dozen, three dozen spots that got scattered in a couple counties where I know if my camera's saying there's a couple good bucks in the area, I know where I'm going to set up. That's cool. So yep. it's a year-round endeavor for you, and the yes. rut is just yep. time in the seat and staying positive and knowing if it's going to happen, like i got to be out there to make it happen. Yes, sir. I dig it. Thanks, Ryan. Appreciate it, man. All right. Thank you. 